Thanks for making Atomic Moms the number one mom podcast on iTunes last week. Today, we talk with Rules of Engagement costume designers Molly Mitchell and Kimberly Engelman. They share wardrobe makeover tips and inspiration for getting out of your sweats. Don't miss our real talk about style image and social media. everybody. Welcome to Atomic Moms. We're back. I don't know what number of podcasts this is. It feels like we've been doing it forever It's now. our Thanksgiving episode. That's right. Thanksgiving. Yay. Um, lots gobble, of food. Cheers, ladies. Cheers. Cheers. Um, so what you can't see right now is that we are cheersing, oh. reaching oh, some good. delicious white wine with <laughs> um, two of our guests. Who I'm so excited to have with us today because not only do I love them as people, but they're amazing professionals as well. We'll see after today. <laughs> Use that term later. Um, but they are Molly Mitchell and Kimmy Kimberly Engelman, who um, were our costume designers on Rules of Engagement, um, but are also just my dear, lovely friends. And so welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much. They're um, moms. Yeah, they're moms. And um, so why don't we start off by talking about your kids for a second. Okay. So Molly, we start off. And- yeah, I have a 16-year-old, two girls, 16 and 10. And um, it honestly has gone by in a blink of an eye. So I'm here and it feels like just a minute ago I was where you guys are. So I'm just it's scary. You know, it goes by so quickly. And what are their names? Lily is 16 and Emma is 10. I haven't seen them for so long. Oh, my gosh. I bet they're so, Just so big. Amazing sparks of light, really funny and just... I can't imagine where they get any of that from. No, I don't know. <laughs> What's that age difference like? Six years? Yeah. Um, it's good for us. It, you know, either they love each other, and it's 50 50 really. They're snuggling and loving on each other and kissing each other and just can't they just can't get enough or they hate each other and it's like don't don't hit me she hit me she pushed me she I'm like ah get away from each other is lily borrowing your clothes oh yeah Mm-hmm. My shoes and my clothes. Oh, yeah. I remember that stage with my mom. And my, my mom hated it, obviously, because I didn't treat her clothes as well as she yeah. did. Um, but, like, I look back on that time, too, and the outfits were so interesting <laughs> like, because the clothes didn't fit me properly. Is she is she your same size mm-hmm. now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. My mom was she, still a little bit bigger than me, so. Yeah. She has actually, um, she's, she's Bust- curvier than I am, yeah. Curvier than I am. It's funny though you say that about moms because I borrowed one of my mother's dresses when I was about Lily's age, and it was a white Norma Kamali, big shoulders, and I was going to wear it out and I was going to paint my nails, and I spilt oh. a <gasps> bottle of red nail polish all down the front of her dress. I remember that so vividly, and I'm like, I tried to get it out, didn't. I got so much oh trouble. God. So if that happens to you, you will be completely understanding. Oh, of course. <laughs> Like, it's okay, Lily. It's okay, I did baby. it too. <laughs> and Kimmy, talk to us about your darling boy that I, I remember yeah. as being so much younger. Yes, I have a single. His name is Charlie, and he is nine and a half. And he's uh, he's a spirited child, I'll <laughs> say at the least. <laughs> yeah, so we're we're good with one because he is so much wrapped up in that little body. Yeah. Well, I have to say, like, Mike and I have been talking about it because, of course, once you have a kid, then everybody asks, when's are the you, when's the next? Yeah. Are you going to have another one? And um, and Michael and I keep saying to each other, like, let, I mean, we love, 
ideally love to have more kids, but I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. We may get to a place where we say like, no, this is great. Yeah. Um, so I, I feel like that's one of the most annoying questions you get as parents. Well, of course it is, especially when you've just had one. I mean, like, give me a minute. Let me (laughs) let my body get back together and let's see if this baby even will accept us as parents. So (laughs) it's kind of hard to just be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to plan this and this and this because you don't know what's down the road, you know, or maybe you're just going to be a happy trinity like we are. Yeah. Or maybe you're going to be like, oh, I see why people feel the need to have siblings for their children. And, you know, and then you figure it out from there. Or you're just going to be surprised. Like, we we didn't plan it. Right. We just went. We're like, if it happens, it happens. And then six years, that's a quite a bit of time to, you know, wait. And I kept thinking, if it doesn't happen this year, maybe we should kind of just say one is going to be it. And um, right when I said that, it, <laughs> it, immediately <laughs> when I said that, I was pregnant. <laughs> and, you know, funny, I listened to one of your podcasts earlier. I still have my stick. Do you? It's in her baby book. (laughs) She's going to hate it. She's going to hate it. She's going to be gross. Well, imagine how different it's going to be by the time she has a pregnancy test. She's going to be, what is this? It's going to be a thumbprint (laughs) scam. Amazing. Oh, Oh my God. I can't decide. Like, every day... I uh, I think like okay I, I think I can do this and then no there's no way and the further I get away from that infant stage because my daughter's 14 months now I uh, I'm like coming out of the cave and it's like harder to imagine going back in <laughs> but you know there's another cave waiting for you yeah <laughs> which I'm discovering is first year molars because now she won't sleep at all it's not no, really a cave they're tunnels. <laughs> <laughs> telling you, not really a cave. You get out the other side, and then you get right back into another. Absolutely. Yeah. No. Well, and, and I'm not sure what to do with her little itty baby things now. Mm. I can't, it's like, do I store it? But then I would hope. I hope that I have a boy next. And now I feel bad for saying that because I know my daughter will hear this someday. But <laughs> yeah, right. I knew it. Um, but I, I wonder. You know, like, do you? I, I set some things aside, yeah. but do I have to get like a storage unit? I mean, it's ridiculous. That's what I kind of been doing well don't get a storage unit because then no. what happens is what we don't happens. have closets in our home this is the problem I know we don't either we're in a little bungalow in Venice yeah. and um, our storage space just caught on fire the entire building <laughs> and um, it, my and, you know I went in there and some stuff was okay and some stuff was ruined and one thing that was ruined was my entire bag of maternity clothes oh. which was kind of sad because obviously you have memories attached to those things but also I was kind of happy because I bought way too many pairs of maternity jeans like so many that it, it, sh- it shouldn't be legal. Like it was, it was way too many, and um, so now I get reimbursed for those. Perfect, <laughs> awesome. Insurance yeah. will pay. It, yes. Oh, I wish so I could get new ones. Thanksgiving though. Um, one of the reasons I was really excited to have both you gals on today is because um, I think one thing, uh, first of all, because I think you guys are, um, you know, very witty and funny, and I knew we'd have a good time on the podcast, but also because I think something that's hard for parents and for moms, new moms especially, is fashion and, you know, what to pull together. And, um, you know, you guys are my fashionista idols. Um, when we were on set, I always used to like, what's Kimmy and Molly and Liz? Liz is the third m- member of the trifecta and she actually unfortunately couldn't be with us today. So we're we're toasting to her in spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, so I, I want that to be something maybe we can lead off by talking about that, about um, you guys you guys have always been kind of into fashion. I mean, was that something as a as a young as young kids that you were into, or is that something you developed later on? Um, it's something that I've always been into. Um, that 
I kind of just always gravitated towards that extra little bit of um, flair that I wanted to do when I was dressing. And when I was younger, I used to love to stay up and watch the Sunny and Cher show just to see her dress. I don't care about the skits. And um, when I was in high school, I had a psychology teacher pull me aside and he said, Mr. Victorson said, Kim, you have got to buckle down at some point. Talking and shopping is not going to get you through life. And I was like, Mm, you know what? That sounds like a challenge. <laughs> That's the most inspiring thing I've heard this week. Yeah. So I, you know, in a roundabout way, kind of figured out, like, I want to do something with wardrobe on TV. Not that I really knew that that was a job, but like, you know, on Who's the Boss? Angela used to wear these big satin bows on around her waist. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I want to tie that bow. Whatever that job is. I want to tie that bow. So then I found out that, you know, you can go to a costume design school. And so I did that and just kind of, you know, went from there and just rolled into one job after the other, thank God, and got to do my dream job. Yay. Yay. (laughs) Molly. Top that one. How do I feel with that? (laughs) Hold on. What did my teacher say to me? (laughs) Nothing. Nothing. They said nothing to me. My mother was actually in wardrobe, and um, I kind of followed after her. She worked on Shelley Duvall's Fairytale Theater, and that was one of the things that I just fell in love with because I would go help them on set. And her friends would all pay me under the table at 50 bucks. And I thought, oh, my God, $50. That's great to hang out on set and dress people and pick up clothes after the show was over. And uh, the stars that came through that show were such legends and icons that I remember, like, Lou Reed singing and um, just so many that I was inspired by that, really, to continue, to continue working. And then the the paths crossed when we all ended up on Rules together. You guys actually came in season two. Yeah. Because season one was a disaster. We have We photos. still have photos of that. <laughs> For those of you Rules fans out there, um, the girls would put up these horrible pictures. If you watch season one, it was... Um, how do we say it kindly? I, it a- I, I didn't understand it. What was going on? Was it a period piece? I don't know. Yes. Um, and uh, and so that was that was rectified is when you guys came in and we kind of started figuring out what the characters were and well yes um, this amazing body had like like a denim vest on and a <laughs> fur boots it was and like, we were like you know underneath lots. this is the most incredible body anyone's ever seen it was so easy to dress you it was like a micro crop <laughs> denim it like yeah. it like cropped right under my boots I'm like wow that's a good line on you <laughs> yeah. and like tie dye sweat shorts oh god uh, well, you know what I'll get them from you and we'll put some up um, okay. on our uh, on our twitter yeah. and, and instagram for viewers to see how uh terrible it was and no offense to the women who came before you because they probably thought they were doing the rest yep. <laughs> yep. um what are your favorite uh let's let's say what are your favorite and what are your worst um things about the about the job hmm. i think favorite is um just being able to work with so many different people and being able to explore so many different styles you can really um there's such a range from right. fashion to character, really, and finding the happy medium in between to finding something that really suits the character and looks great and is going to make everything. And how happy. can I do that? Because, like, I want something that matches my character, but that also, you know, looks good but easy. I mean, my real question Effortless. is, like, how can I 
what is like the next thing above sweatpants mm-hmm. that I can get away with <laughs> that looks good? <laughs> skirts, right? Okay. Skirt, I like right? the pants that you have on now. Yeah, I right now I'm wearing like silk. They're not pajamas. Are they? They pass as pants, right? Yeah. They're in the pants Definitely. section. I think it's important <laughs> to get out of sweats, especially as yeah. a new mom. I really do. I think it's so important for you mentally to get out of your sweats and, you know, just... Do a little something, even though even if you're going to Target or if you're going to Ralph's, just to get out of that, I think is so important for you. You know, maybe put on a pair of jeans or just something other than sweats that you wear at home. I think that that does a lot for your self-esteem. Yeah. And, it, you know, you, you're still representing yourself. You're still you. You're not just the mom. And I think that that's a big deal to remember when you're just running out like... You know, you, you still got to be you and you can't be like, well, I'm tired and I'm a mom. And right. yeah, but still be you. And that yeah. makes you feel good yeah. when you do that. I, when I think we lose each, our, ourselves after we have a baby. too, yeah. And it's like we become immersed in mommyhood and making everything for the baby. And we become well, these sweats are cute. It's a cute pair of sweats. But like Kimmy said, I think to break out of that. And I always said to um, when the baby goes down for a nap and you're going to Ralph's for Gelson's or wherever, Whole Foods. Put on a pair of heels when you go. It changes everything. The yeah. way you feel, even if it's just for 45 minutes to go through that, everything mm-hmm. from the way people look at you, yep. even. It takes just as long to put on heels as it does a pair of Crocs. You just slip them on in. (laughs) And then you can take them off as soon as you get in the car. You can take them off. Right. But I totally agree. It's just that little bit of boost of. Yeah. um, What do you guys do? um, I was always curious about this when we were on set because, you know, we'd have early hours and you guys are, you know, being moms in the morning and then you're coming and being professionals at work. Do you guys lay your outfits out the night before or how does, because you guys always were so put together. Mm. You still are. I, I, w- I would never wear yeah. what I picked out the night before. Never. I'd be like, I, I'm not wearing it. I hate that scarf. <laughs> no, mine all has to be from the morning. Otherwise, I it's agree. how you feel that day. Yeah, how I feel that day. And then even like the next day, I have no idea what I wore the day before. Yeah. No clue. You know, we could always be sure, though, that Thursdays, they were, Thursdays were our early day, right? So it was. Yeah. Definitely hat, had a hat, hat on. day. Yeah. It was oh, that's always <laughs> hat day hat on day. Thursday morning because yeah. we just knew that it was, we were going to leave before the sun came up and the hat was going to go on and, and that was it. I always remember you and your little um, Molly and your little, I don't know, newsboy or whatever. Yeah. That, what, what, what yeah. That newsboy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I still think about you guys pretty much daily when I get dressed because I'm like, <laughs> like, wait, Molly would put, wait, a Kimmy, I remember when Kimmy would wear those flare jeans with the flannel tucked in and heels and she looks so sassy and all the guys would be like, Kimmy, that ass. <laughs> she still has it. I still have it. <laughs> yeah, she does. Um, but, you know, I think one thing that's been interesting for me because I feel like my style is changing as I've become a mom because I, I, I agree with you hundred percent. It's like, I want, I yearn for when I get to put something on mm-hmm. that looks put together so that I can go out. Like I'll make plans just so I can mm-hmm. put something together to mm-hmm. go out. Um, and a big thing for me has been, um, cleaning out my closet. And I feel like I was just thinking about this, this morning in the shower. I was like, when you have so much in the closet that you can't see what you have, you may think, Oh, I have so many more options, but in actuality, you, you don't actually use what you have because you have too many options. Yeah. And it's not about when you go through your closet, cleaning it out and saying, well, I could use this piece for this and this and this. It's about how often do I wear this? Is it taking up the space of something that I could see more visually when I walk in and know, wow, that goes with something. And then 
you know, it's interesting that you bring that up because Kimmy and I both have done this for a, a lot of different clients. When we're not on shows, we go and we do closet makeovers and we go through their closets and we pull out a lot of the stuff and we'll kind of like psychology of what is in there and what they gravitate towards. But like there's the classics, your jeans, you don't need 15 pairs of them. You kind of do. <laughs> the shoes you need a lot of but if you've got some great jeans that fit you there's classics and then there's the trendy stuff that you want in your closet but it makes it easier a lot of times we'll do boards for our clients yeah. like we would do for you on the show we'll do picture boards and okay look at all these outfits so that if they're getting dressed in a hurry they can look at the board and go oh yeah I like that that's amazing so this yeah, weekend like our listeners could after you are uh, done with Thanksgiving and you're exhausted and you don't want to do anything anyway. yeah. um, but if we what if we take some photos of our what we have like different I'll do that on a trip occasionally yeah yeah because like, I forget and I'm I have a lot of anxiety about dressing <laughs> and so I will put on an outfit I'll take a picture and I'll keep it on my phone so that I can look at it yeah I do that too when the, during the trip and yeah. be like oh I wore that together or that together and yeah. something, so something that, that I like to do scale. too is um and it's it's so like high school locker. Whenever I see a photo of somebody that I like, whether it's a model or an actress or whatever, I actually have it taped up inside my closet. Like I like that skirt and that shirt together. Or there's a leopard blouse with a leopard sweater. Like who would do that? And it's really cute. So if I'm in my closet and I don't know what to wear, it just gives me a little bit of inspiration of like, okay, all right, that gives me something to go on. I'll, I'll do that with this, and it just kind of kicks it in for you when you're just standing there completely, yeah, brain dead. About about what am I going to wear today? And, and Pinterest is so great for that too. Yeah. I love. I follow. I don't know if I follow. Are you on Pinterest? No, Molly is. Mm-hmm. I always Molly always pulls great things. And um, what what is your name on Pinterest if people wanted to follow you? Are you just Molly Mitchell? Molly yeah. Mitchell. Yeah, Molly Mitchell. And um, but that's great because like I'll go through Pinterest and I'll be like, oh wait, I have pants like that. Mm-hmm. I have a shirt like that. And maybe if I got you know an, a cool coat that could go with all these different different mm-hmm. pieces, and then I'll like print those out or yeah. screen capture those mm-hmm. and hold on to those. Um, but I think like also it's nice as a parent if you have so little time to yourself. Like if you find something to me that's relaxing, going and looking through Pinterest and mm-hmm. yeah. finding things that I like you know that might be good and then it it kind of reinvigorates your closet Mm -hmm. helps you to move forward plus i think when you guys have little ones like you do it's a lot about picking up and holding and you know sleeping and nursing and all that kind of stuff so you have to think about a little bit about that stuff in in advance i remember liz and i we created this um nursing tank top because we would always wear wife beaters underneath Mm -hmm. our whatever our outfits were if that so when we would pull up our shirt, we would double our wife beater and we would cut one of them so that when I would pull up to nurse, my stomach and my back wasn't hanging out. It was just, you could, it was a double wife beater. So it was really great. Oh my God, that's amazing. That's such a good idea. So you wear the cropped wife beater well, over mm-hmm. the longer wife beater. And then the longer wife beater, I have uh, two little slits in it. Super easy. I did it myself. And that way I could pull up the one and nurse and then nothing was... I didn't have to worry about it. Oh, God, yeah. my stomach I know. I'm always showing my, my stomach my in the back mm-hmm. Or like that. Now I see a lot of women that have the, the apron. The apron. Or the, yeah. The, I yeah, love that. I so leave them everywhere, and then the baby yeah. uh-huh. kicking out. Well, yeah. Magnolia won't. She won't feed under She's it. Like she like, likes oh, really? like a tent. Yeah, I had to get really comfortable with myself. She really wants fast. to see. She yeah. wants to be out loud and proud. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> she wants to um, share. Yeah, but yeah. I had a wardrobe malfunction last week. Um 
I, I had surgery and then I had, to, I had to take my daughter out. And so I, I valeted. And um, when I got the car, um, I was putting my daughter in her car seat and she had one of those squeeze packs. It was like a sweet potato apple squeeze pack. And I sat on the squeeze pack as I was putting her in the car seat. And like no squeeze pack has ever looked more like diarrhea oh. <laughs> all over my butt. And the valet couldn't figure out how to put my stroller in the back. <laughs> so then I had to get out with it dripping down my ass. No. And he couldn't do it. And then finally we're like struggling together. And then I hit my head. And I was like, and I'm trying to be nice. But my daughter's yelling in the car and it looks like I have diarrhea. And I'm like yelling to Americana brand, which is the mall. Like it's not, it's, it's squeeze pack. So. <laughs> So I think um, I think as mothers, maybe we should keep at least like a flannel shirt in the trunk, like for emergencies. Oh, you could change like six times in my car. You can go from work <laughs> to jogging to a night on the town. Honestly, my kids too. They can change, and if you had to survival eat, you could probably eat off of the Cheerios underneath the. You have almonds in your car as well. If there's an earthquake, oh, we need oh, to get yeah. out of town. We're you want to be in Molly's car, car if there's a national disaster. Kimmy told me when our kids were little, she said, make sure you buy a silver car because you never have to wash it. And you know what? I never have. That's it's also so great smart. Advice. Six years yeah. later. That's, <laughs> That's my car advice. <laughs> I, she's good for a lot. I had a I had a navy a navy car at one point um, when I was doing a show the show Rock Me Baby, um, and I we shot that for a year. And at the end of the year, I finally washed it, and my, my co star was like, "Your car is blue. I thought it was black this entire time." <laughs> Our sitter thought I got a new car. <laughs> I just washed. <laughs> That's funny. Oh my god! What um, what would you guys say to somebody? Because you know, I feel like a lot of times when I listen to things, um, you know, where people talk about working out or fashion or things that, like, you know, the the everyday person. We're so lucky here in this industry to have access to so many great mm. professionals and um, experts. And you know, we had my trainer in here; it was so helpful. And it's like, but a lot of people I feel like are sitting at home and don't have. Um, you know, aren't as fortunate to be able to to maybe even go to, you know, Rodeo and and get some fancy schmancy mm-hmm. thing. So, like for moms who are who feel like their closet is just a nightmare and they they don't even know where to begin. In and they're terms staring of, at these magazines. I yeah. would say though, that's yeah, I think that's, that's the, the key. Worst. Just what Kimmy said earlier about pulling tears. Pull tears of what you like. Go on yeah. Pinterest. Print out things of what you like, and then go through your closet and take a day of it. Bring a girlfriend over and have them take pictures of different outfits. And I think paring down your closet is going to help you more, especially yeah. when you're concentrated on other things like baby and where you're going to go and play date and this and that and gymnasium or whatever. There's so much to do. I think paring down is really What cute. advice would you give? Like if I, I finally just did this recently and it was so helpful, um, but... I, in the past, have had so much anxiety about it. Like, what do you say to someone who's like, oh, but I'm still, like, stuck on middle school and everyone made fun of me for what I wore, so I don't want to, like, venture out. Or even having my friends come over, like, that feels like a really intimate thing to show my stuff because I'm kind of embarrassed about what I have or what doesn't fit anymore. Like, can you give me a pep talk? (laughs) (laughs) Well, 
You need to get to the get to a store with new clothes. No. <laughs> I mean, again, it's going back to photos and and you know, I, I always feel that you should pick out an actress or an actor that you like. Like Diane Kruger, I think that she always dresses phenomenal, not over the top, not too sexy, but still has a great woman vibe to her. So for me, she's my inspiration. And not that I can afford her clothes, but I mean, definitely if you go to places like Target, they have the best selection for women. As far as I'm concerned, not that I'm doing a Target commercial, but as far as like style, I think price is really good. And I think that they make things kind of simple that you can kind of maybe kind of match someone that you like or maybe you have a girlfriend that you like how she dresses or I think that there's so much inspiration out there no matter what weight you are or height or anything like that and I think that you know if you just kind of think about how you how you want to be looked at and it doesn't have to be fantastic or wonderful but it makes you happy and it makes you comfortable and you know you you have to also like for our children be like hey I, I'm going to feel great today. I'm going to I'm going to dress up and I'm going to drop you off at school and I'm going to be that cute mom too. I mean, there's no reason why we all can't be the cute mom. You don't have to be the cutest. Yes, yes. I do. Yes. Still be one of the. No, no, no. no. I, yeah, we do. <laughs> but, but also, but I mean, you know, you you still need to um, think about yourself. And I, I do think that as moms of girls, yeah. What would you tell your daughters? Tell yourself that exact same thing because that is so huge because what we try to give to our daughters, (laughs) you know, I mean, we're not about like, it's not what you look like. It's not what other people think of you. It's how you feel. If, you know, she's Diane Kruger, I'm Gwen Stefani. I want to, I want to look like Gwen Stefani every time I go out, you know, I want to be kick ass and I want my girls to, whether it's conservative or crazy, if she wants to wear a princess dress to school or whatever, you know, just as long as you feel great in it. Yeah. That's great advice. I also think that, you know, um, we get stuck kind of in this idea and I feel like it's like in high school where you almost start to kind of express yourself and do things. And then like you get this idea that no, well I'm this type of person. And so mm-hmm. I couldn't wear something like that. You can wear whatever the F you want. That's right. Yeah, especially and now. I mean, I think I still kind of have my parents in my head, like, you know, sure. they get yeah. so pissed off yeah. when I tried to experiment totally. in high school. And I always, I always think of it as like the vacation, um, the vacation syndrome. It's like, if you're going to go somewhere, even like, let's say you're going to go spend the day in another town or you're going to, you know, you're going on a road trip or you're going on vacation holidays great time to do it you're going out of town right take that time to go and wear something crazy that you would never think of putting on and feel how it feels and like you know how it changes you and maybe and then like once you do that then take the next step of wearing that maybe not as crazy but in that same vein like around your friends Mm -hmm. you know around because I think that's our biggest fear is like what is somebody gonna they're gonna tell me I can't wear that or that that doesn't look good on me or that I'm not the type of person that could get away Mm -hmm. with that that's BS because you can have whatever kind of style you want and whatever it just because you've worn something your whole life up to this point doesn't mean it's too late to change and as you get older and your kids get older it becomes a question of is it age appropriate so how can you take those styles and that fashion and bring it into a place where I can wear it and my 16 year old's not going to be embarrassed completely you know right so it's a whole different you know what would you say to that like what advice would you give for mothers who are dealing with 16 year old daughters who are like man that's so embarrassing (laughs) not wear those skinny jeans (gasps) wow first of all I think going back to your question about um 
when you're feeling like, oh, what do I wear? And I don't know if I want to have my friends come over and feeling vulnerable about what I've got, or maybe it's not good enough, or maybe I don't look good in it. You got to have a couple girlfriends that'll tell you the truth. You got to find those girls that are your, that'll come in and be able to be like, yes, no, no, yes, not right now, but soon, or, you know. That you was gotta, really fast. The not right now is so good yeah. because. I had a few things. I mean, I'm glad that I had too much anxiety to clean out my closet because I had a few pieces that I never wore. Yeah. And before I had Sabrina, I just didn't feel, um, they just felt too old or something. Mm -hmm. And then I put them on recently, like this one black long dress that always felt too minimalist for me or something. And then I put on the other day, I was like, oh, this is hot. And like, I feel powerful in this. And <laughs> that's um, good. And so, yeah, not right now. Uh -huh. Sometimes there are pieces that you're like, you know what? This doesn't fill my vibe right now, but you know, we do, we do change. Yeah. And sometimes those things can Absolutely. come in. But mind. the other thing, my husband gave me a little pearl of wisdom. My husband who should have been born a, a gay man. Ever. Because yeah, he, he is. I mean, we, everywhere we go, he's like, he wants to go shopping. When we were in Paris, he was taking me to all the shops. And I was like, I think this is how you're supposed to marry. Nice <laughs> so, <laughs> so, your marriage. Yes. Anytime. Um, he would be very happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, he, you know, when I was in there and I kept, pulling out a couple pieces. I mean, that's, by the way, like the best thing in the world is being able to ask your husband if he, you know, cause he's right there and it's very convenient. Um, and, uh, I had come out with a couple things asking him, like, what do you think of this? What do you think of this? And finally he was like, here's the deal. If you have to like think hard about what you would put it with or how it would go with something, then that's not the piece. Most pieces in your closet should be something that you look at and you think like, I love that. Yeah, I feel so great about I that. I, I know right now I could throw that with a pair of jeans and boots and a scarf and this would be, I would feel amazing. Um, you know, and we all have like a couple things in our closet that like we keep thinking we're going to use someday. Or someone and then, gave it to us and it just sucks the energy out. Yeah. We feel guilty every time we look at it. <laughs> um, but also with, oh, with shopping, um, if I, I mean, at least put on just a tiny, if I put on a little bit of makeup, like even just tinted moisturizer and some blush, that is so helpful. Because yes. I know if I go into the dressing room with greasy hair, I will hate everything I put on. True. Yeah. Do your hair and makeup before you get dressed. Yeah. And you know, the other thing is, it's like you, we do like getting a compliment. Not that you need it. Not that you need everyone like, oh, everyone thought I looked so cute today and made me feel so much better about myself. It's not that it makes you feel better about yourself, but there yes, is that does. little... I guess it does. <laughs> but you you appreciate that. You do like it. And it's okay to like it. Like, I did need that compliment. There's nothing wrong with it. Maybe you don't need it every single day. But that one time that you do get it, you're like, I kind of needed that one. my with the high heels in the supermarket, even if you have your sweatpants on. Like, it changes the way people Well, you know that's really in right now, too, though. You're like, <laughs> you're like walking through the aisles with your sweatpants and your heels. And, you know. Once I stop like, limping I with you, my lady? surgery, I'll, I'll throw those heels on. Yeah. No, it's true. You get people... I I like to think that it's not just um, sexist men that stare. I, I like to think that it's about the fact that I kind of glow when I'm wearing something I feel better. It's almost better when the women stare because yeah. you're like, yeah, yeah they, they sure. like my they like my style too. You know, and what about um, men? Like if they make fun of... You know, more of like. Are we talking about someone in no, particular? No, I'm not talking about the man I sleep next to every night and have for the past seven years. If there's something, and I know there's some famous blog I, I don't know the name of though that's basically, you know, men hate it. Like yeah. there's a blog where it's like 
fashion. Oh, man-hater. it's the man, oh. man, man hater. It's yeah, yeah. The man oh, I hater. Know yeah. It. So that's she my husband. She wears the drop crotch pants. Okay. Oh, yeah. Everything that a man men, men, re- men, men repellent. Men repellent. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So what? What? What do you say to men? Well, the man in your life who's like, I don't that any trend sort of feels. Like, my husband loves when I wear those pants to work. <laughs> he loves. He's like, yep, I got it for another day. Yeah. My husband doesn't ever say anything negative about what I'm wearing, even maybe if it's not the best. But he just lets me go on my merry way and, you know. I, just, I also think that if it's something that, that like really you feel really good in, like you put on and you're like, I'm working this, like I feel great in this, then they don't really notice. I mean, because I, I do think that like the good ones. Oh, um, he's a good one. He does <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not sorry. I'm sorry. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Your husband's an asshole. <laughs> and he's Bianca's By boss. the way, he's my boss. <laughs> <laughs> Undateable. Everyone watch it. It's um, but, but I do think that like, I, if you, I'm sure Adam, if you feel great in something, Adam is no, but happy for you to. Yeah. But that, that dress I was just mentioning that I felt super sexy in yeah. the black dress, mm. you know, it has, um, the arms dolman. go a little low. Is that what that's dolman. called? Dolman. Well, he called them bat wings. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like, he's always been a He's like, also a comedy little, writer. Know, that's so. he did, and he has three younger sisters, so I think he spent his whole life. Yeah. He's, well, he's spinning his new sitcom off of that. Sometimes so. I'll, put a, I'll, I'll put a blouse on in my shoes with no pants. I'll be like, okay, I'm going to go to work. And my, my husband's like, okay, bye, babe. I'm like, you don't have no pants on right now, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I always loved in, in rules, like, I would put something on, you know, because... Uh, it's probably kind of fascinating for people who don't know, but like you go into this, it's amazing. You go into this room. I always spend so much more money when I'm working because I would come in and they just have a rack of all these clothes and it's like rapid fire, throw on as many things as you can. Like let's put on a pair of skinny jeans and we're just going to throw all these tops on. And, um, you know, and Molly and, and, um, Kimmy would look at me and they'd be like, that is not your friend. <laughs> <laughs> and now that that's a good friend. That's that a good hardly friend. ever happened. <laughs> that is not your or, friend. Or that so is, good. or that is not for TV, which or, meant that it's or like, how about take that shit off now. <laughs> exactly. okay, Burn so it. What about now. like holiday photos? You know, not oh, your good. friend. So for pictures that you have to take, I mean, if it's just, you know, the family photo at Thanksgiving, or if you're like, oh, we're going to do a holiday card. Mm-hmm. What what's not your friend? I came up with a great idea for um, family photos because everyone seems to wear black or white, but not everyone looks good in either black or white. So I think what you should do this is my new thing. I'm starting it. You should look. You should figure out what color looks good on your family. Some people look really great in green. Some people look really great in blue. Like, figure out what looks good on your family. What if there's one redhead and then you're like, don't be in our Don't have that one in the photo. (laughs) (laughs) That one can take the photo. How about that? (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) But, you know, figure out what looks good on you as a family. And, you know, I think usually plain is good. I think if you get a little too, like... We always. I grew up in Texas, so it was always like the white button-down shirt and the jeans. No, I'm good. Always. Is that only in the 90s or is that a Texas That's thing? That's really or? 90s. Yeah. I don't know. So what would be the new version of that? I don't know. I think. Um, let's see. Sorry, we're, we're busy pouring wine Sorry. over here. <laughs> I'm trying to get... I'm like, is that all you're going to give problem? me? <laughs> I know. It was a little light pour over so there. So a color and... 
would you um, like autumnal colors? Or I would, would yeah. You do brighter. Yeah, I think it, it all depends on what you're what you're going for. It's going to be black family. and white. Is it going to be colored? Do you want a traditional? Do you want an artistic? I mean, you could do the burgundies and the dark colors and the grays and the boots and make it very wintry. Or you can go all monochromatic and do all shades of whites and creams. And, you know, I mean, you can go so many different The Last Supper photo is always fun. (laughs) That always looks good. Who's going to be Jesus? We need to have more uh, babies so we can do that. (laughs) Exactly. Um, Another thing I think that people underestimate is the value of tailoring. And um, that was like such a non sequitur. I'm like, going, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> tailoring um, and foundations. Yeah, two I, things that I think the rest of the world don't do that we do mm-hmm. in our department when we're working on in, in the entertainment industry. We always are tailoring everything and making sure that the foundation, the women are wearing the right bra, right slimmers. It's super important. Oh yeah, yeah. I underwear and bras, and also. People spanks, spanks, exactly. spanks save everything as mm-hmm. far as I'm concerned. And you would be surprised to know how many people in TV and movies wear them. Everyone, yeah. Yeah. sometimes and, and the two different pair. options are. I two mean, pair. Yes. yes. <laughs> sometimes we'll do a two pair. See, here's the embarrassing. <laughs> I wear the spanks uh, mostly for butt sweat and coverage. <laughs> for wow. what? Well, because wow. I don't sweat want. What was this? Like at least on set, like I sweat so much, I get nervous. That's another question mm-hmm. I got to ask you about armpits because I can't. Oh. But the butt sweat. Like Spanx helps with that, and also just, I know I'm not going to show the world my everything. Well, it it soaks it up so it doesn't go onto oh, the clothing. <laughs> but then, okay. So my other question is: This is with my sexy co-host. Wow, so wow. Nice, everybody. No, I mean when I've done things, there's always like little um, cups like in the shirts for yeah. my armpits. Yeah, of course, there's those. Botox. Um, there. But I know, I want to do Botox. No, don't do Botox. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> so there's the, there's the little liners that okay, you can liners. put in. Because here's the thing. I don't want to do the deodorant anymore. And a lot of pregnant no. women, like, or if you're yeah. nursing, like, you don't want to do yeah. deodorant. That has right. all these crazy chemicals in it. So I wear deodorant. I wear, like, my husband's. But it's not. It doesn't have Tom's. aluminum. Aluminum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could do what I It do. doesn't work. Talk. No. This no. is what I do. I shoot a scene, and then I run back to my room, and I blow dry the armpits dry, and then I go back out again. So what <laughs> you can do is ask the wardrobe department to buy you doubles, and we do that a lot of times. We, If one gets sweaty, we switch out. Yeah, and dry. So, so if I'm at a dinner party, I should just have a double. Yeah, you have a double <laughs> yeah. in the car. Get a second black dress. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that one, I don't have the pit stains. But can so I tell good. you Can I tell you something? I have to say, I have a friend um, who I love and who I think is super glamorous and amazing and um she was at a dinner party with us rocking the armpit sweat and i was like how do you do that well she just didn't care she didn't she was like oh, i'm totally pitting out and then she didn't yeah she was just so you I, own it and you then, own it yeah like everybody sweats some of yeah. us sweat more than others who the hell cares there are more important things to be worrying about than whether you got a little armpit sweat going on you know, I mean, I usually carry around a, an extra um, thing of deodorant. I also don't use, I use natural deodorant. Um, my husband hmm. always laughs because he's like, <laughs> normally it's the man that is the worst smelling member of. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but I just bring, a, you know, a little extra or like some some um, oils or something that smells. And then I just go in the bathroom and if I feel like I'm smelling a little stanky. Who was a Kimmy that we worked with that he said, we asked him, he was a sweater and we asked him, would you like us to put some... Um, 
my pads in there. And he goes, no, thank you. I carry around my wife's maxi pads. And I just stick them in and I pull them out and I stick them in. Right? Who was that? I don't know. You know that would be a good idea in the car, like on your he, way. To he, would use, he would use his uh, wife's talcum pads. Talcum powder is also good. Yeah, yeah talcum powder. My mom always used that mm. when I was growing up. Um, but then you end up with a white all sometimes. Yeah. But yeah. It, you can wear light colored stuff because sometimes I don't wear my girlfriend Claire is always saying, you know, don't wear black. Wear mm-hmm. something. Wear a light dress. Wear a light, like, wear color. But I'm like, there's sweat involved. So there's do you Do you care, like, in normal life about it? Are you sensitive about it, like, if it was just around friends? Or is it more for work and, like, more like a red carpet stuff. thing? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, for red carpet stuff, I do that. I just make sure I have, like, tissue paper or something in before we get there. And then, and then I, like, pull it out and, like, race down the red carpet. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then I don't care the rest of the night. I'm married. I'm not trying to attract anybody at this point. <laughs> Done. My husband loves my pets. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I didn't sweat as much when I was pregnant, but we can change the subject. I didn't. I didn't either. I didn't either. Um, I wanted to talk to you guys about um, being moms and working and making time for each other because you guys are such an amazing little crew of friends and I feel like you really Mm -hmm. honor your friendship by you know making little staycations or vacations you go somewhere together and how important that Mm -hmm. is for women Um, you know I I have a friend who her daughter is you think a year and a half now or something and she hasn't left her daughter Mm -hmm. yet to go even for a day Um, and, uh, and you guys always make it work it helps that we're we work together so yeah. we can say, okay, That's we're going to be off uh, Thursday and Friday. That's true. Let's jump in the car and go to Palm Springs. And we will. And I think for us, it's more us, the women. Sorry about that. Um, the women that need that 24 hours or 36 hours that we like to get away. Get away. My husband, not so much. Yeah. yeah. But it's always us that are like, yeah. we got to get out. And we go and we just. And I also think it's good. Maybe I should say for my child. Not everyone's child, but it's good for my child to let him know that I'm going to go away and I'm always going to come back and to figure out how to go to sleep when your dad's at home and when your mom's not or, you know, just for him to figure out that I'm not always going to be there, but that doesn't mean I'm I'm not going to come back. And mama needs, mama does other things. Mama has friends and she likes to have sleepovers, you know, different things like that. And I think that that's, that's been important for us. Because I need my little getaway. (laughs) I need it. (laughs) And I think it's super important. I think we always talk about this, too, about us. We're better mommies because we're able to go and have a creative outlet, go to work, recharge. We have to go away with each other and we laugh. I mean, I don't... We work it out. You know, yeah. you talk about your mama stuff, We're, your wifey stuff, yeah, yeah. And, All or it. not talk, which is great. Yeah. You know, it's... I just went away uh, for an overnight with a girlfriend of mine to Ojai, and um, it's so funny because we both, like, she just had tw- uh, year-old twins, and she also has a three-year-old child. So oh she's... God. She's the... Uh, <sighs> on the highway. I just got so tired. <laughs> <laughs> Exhausted. Um, but it was so funny because we were sitting by the pool and the weather was kind of crappy out and we um, 
you know, we're in our robes, in our swimsuits, like laying there. We didn't care. I don't care. And I had one margarita and I was sloshed. (laughs) I mean, just, you know, I don't really do that anymore. Um, You know, but I think like even if you can just go to a great lunch with your girlfriends or for people who maybe can't get away for a night. um, It's so, I mean, in some ways it's like. A double-edged sword because then you come home and you're like oh my god I I was just somewhere where I didn't yeah. have to like focus on one individual for 24 hours that's, straight that's the thing it's like you when we get away that we don't have to worry about okay what's going to be for dinner okay do we have to get up now okay do I have to are we going to do laundry all those a million things that pour on you that you don't have for that 24 or 36 hours and yeah. it's and when I go back, I'm good. I'm like, all right, yeah, I can do it. I had my time. Yeah, I'm you're good. Gonna, uh, yeah, I'm already overwhelmed. It's been two minutes. But <laughs> I'm going to get through it. <laughs> my 16-year-old right now is texting me, hello, what can I eat for lunch? <laughs> so, you know, it doesn't stop. Like, I, I'm still planning meals, even though I'm nowhere near her. <laughs> so... Is she pretty good about being, uh, I mean, is she asking you, like, what's in the fridge, what she wants to put together? Basically, she just wants me to tell her what to eat. Yeah. Just tell me what to eat to make it easy. So, I mean, you know, and I love it. She's 16, though. It has gone by so quickly, you guys, like a blink of an eye. So, for me, her in 10th grade, where she's only got a couple years left, and she might be gone. She's talking about going to college in Europe. She wants to Get, go away like get yeah. out of here in London or so that kind of freaks me out I'm like oh, yes I'll make you lunch and breakfast stay in bed what can I do <laughs> I got cater to her just because I don't want her to leave you know it's going by so quickly she's just such a big girl do I'm you... super excited about Colin yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she on the other hand <laughs> so good. I'm really looking forward to it <laughs> my sister's 16 too and it's, it's it's such an interesting time to watch her on Instagram with the photos for homecoming and all that mm-hmm. stuff and fashion mm-hmm. and um it's so funny watching, like, all this, looking at all the selfies that they do these it's days. It's a little crazy. We were in New York this past summer, and um, I took Charlie up to the Empire State Building. And every single person is, they're not even taking it in where they are and in be- yeah. and thinking, I'm on the top of New York City, Empire State Building, it's beautiful. It was all about the selfies, selfie, selfie, selfie. And I thought to myself, turn around. You know, because the city's behind them. They're taking, they're taking the photo that way. And I'm thinking, turn around and look at where you are for five seconds. Yeah. I worry about that a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, with Magnolia, and I'm sure you think about a lot of Ellie with Sabrina. And, um, you know, I wonder, it just we've gotten to the point where sharing what we are doing is more important than having the actual experience of, of where we're at. And I'm, I find myself, I'm guilty of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I find myself... Um, <laughs> I'm very honest with myself. I feel like I I have a good dialogue with being realistic about why or how I'm doing things. And um, we're going to Nashville for Thanksgiving. And um, I wanted to go to the Bluebird Cafe because that's kind of... Oh, Molly's taking a selfie right now. (laughs) (laughs) So amazing. (laughs) Um, but I'm going to send it to my daughter. What I'm doing yes. right now. Um, you have to send me those. Okay. Yeah, post, we'll post those. We'll go. But anyway, I just I Bluebird Cafe. the Bluebird Cafe because it's a it's a um, you know really historic uh, singer songwriters go there. It's how they get discovered. It's mm. one of my favorite movies. Um, a thing called Love. Is that what it's called? I don't even yes. know. Um, with River Phoenix is about the. Um, 
about the uh, Bloomberg Cafe. And so anyway, you have to, it's really hard to get in. And I worked really hard to try and get tickets and um, and, and I didn't get them. And tickets to get into the cafe? Oh, yeah. So, oh so because it's a performance. They have a, oh, it's oh, a oh. yeah. And, um, and I thought to myself, like, oh, man, it'd be so cool if people knew that we went and did that. <laughs> <laughs> it was for the Instagram. <laughs> and yes. I was like, See? I was like, dude, yeah. that is messed up. Like, because really, at the end of the day, if we get to go, great. If we don't, big deal. Yeah. I was more worried about, like, what was the perception of what our trip was like and that we did all these cool things. And I'm like, I need to check myself because what, like what we were talking about earlier, with your kids, they're gonna they're gonna you know imitate the way that you are about things, and they learn so much from your behaviors. So like Molly, with your girls, like what is how do you deal with social media and what? It's so it's it's the hardest thing, really, because um, I, I'm always put the phones away. My 16 year old has her phone. My 10 year old doesn't yet, yeah. so she has a flip phone, and it's strictly for. Uh, I can't pick you up today. You're going to go home with. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like, it's for a reason. So, but it's really difficult. My, um, my daughter loves her phone as we all do. She looks around the room and everybody's on it. Yeah. So how do you say put it away? But it's funny about the vacations and the, the posting of it. I always feel like the posting and telling everybody, it takes away a little bit from your vacation. A lot like bit. stealing Absolutely. from your vacation. Like, does. Uh, I don't know. It's just. And the, the so other thing right. that people are talking about these days, you know, it's like all these photos of, you know, these amazing experiences. And so then everyone's only seeing that. So then they think you have this incredible life. And I almost put a, an awesome picture up of my daughter this morning. Um, and I didn't because I was thinking like, there's a lot of crazy stuff going on. Like I just had surgery. My mom just had surgery a few weeks before that. My dog is having surgery today. And, but like, I don't want to put that out on no. social media because like, I don't want to be a bummer for people, but it's, yeah. it's such a fine line. Cause it's like, you don't want to share the crappy stuff, but you also don't want to be like, Hey, my life's perfect. Look at me. No. Um, and then the other issue is like with a one-year-old, I'm put, I want to share some of these photos, but then at the same time I feel bad. Cause it's like, she doesn't know about social media or like is this is this not okay I, I my 10 year old always says this. don't put that on Facebook don't put that on Facebook so it's very interesting her and Liz's daughter Zoe we take pictures of them constantly but she always says don't put that on Facebook don't post that don't post that so I, I'm like, I think some parents do post too much of of yes. children and I, you know I think that it's an invasion of you their know, privacy really not yeah. to go down a gross road but you know there are people that are looking for those photos yeah. you know, you gotta remember one. that it's easy to access all that and all of our beautiful I photos know. of our children and we have to remember that I just put yeah. our, my Instagram thing on private because I was yeah it's about. so important that to and do also this Google search by the way it was on public and um, I Google searched my name because I'm awesome. <laughs> and uh, there was a photo of my daughter from Instagram. And I was like, this is not. That's weird. <gasps> really? Yeah. From your Instagram? Yeah. 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 I, uh, Mike and I, you know, got married in a very, very intimate ceremony on the beach. We only had 30 people. They were our absolute nearest and dearest. Um, and... Um, you know, everybody took photos and took put stuff up on Instagram. And the next day I went and some offshoot of TMZ had put up these 
incredibly intimate like moments and I'm not even talking about like when we were kissing or whatever it was just us standing there and I just felt like you know there were people that weren't invited Mm -hmm. to this day because I wanted it to be such an intimate affair and now that picture is on the internet forever Mm -hmm. um you know and I and I know I realize like first world problems right it's like uh, but at the same time I feel like we have we've blurred the lines now of like what's too much what's not Mm. enough what's and and you know i i say like with facebook especially there's so much oversharing going on i agree and you know um i feel like it's a i love it for like sharing videos that i like that i found you know something this rescue dog like there are there are great purposes (laughs) for it um but i think when you're replacing it as um i for example i'm totally going to Uh, throw my mom under the bus, but, um, (laughs) sorry, mom. Um, but you know, she was, when I was pregnant and, um, about to give birth, she put something on about, you know, just a normal thing. Like, you know, I'm so excited to be a grandma or something like that. And somebody that I had never met before, I don't know their name, nothing had written on her, um, page. Oh, we want the name and the uh, weight and the length. And I was like, I don't even like, in life, before Facebook, that person would have never gotten any of that information. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even somebody who was closely connected to her. And it's like we suddenly expect that we are privy to all of this stuff because people are oversharing. Mm-hmm. But it's so tricky because then we have a podcast where all we do is overshare. It's true. So, <laughs> so we want to continue oversharing, um, but we also want you to listen to how uncomfortable we are. <laughs> it's so tricky. I mean, I wish, I'm just, let's just say, I'm glad I'm not 16. Because yes. maybe, you know, and I'm happy for my daughter who's one because maybe by then they'll figure it out or maybe everyone will be so bored by looking at their own faces by then. It'll no be one will different. Care. It'll, It'll be, be virtual different. Facebook. Yeah. Well, It'll Liz's be... kids aren't on Facebook or anything like that. Zoe. No, uh, the boys. Uh, they got off Facebook. Yeah, you're yeah, right. They were... I don't know if they're on it again, but they did. Yeah. Like, here's here's what I wonder. This is what I think of the other day. She's wagging her finger. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) When Sabrina and Magnolia are teenagers, is is Twitter and Instagram and Mm -hmm. Facebook going to be so uncool? Archaic. Like, like are they, because we're on it, aren't like they going to be so like, old. yeah, like, yeah. we're not going on Snapchat and there's all the Snapchat now. They'll just have a chip in their finger. (laughs) No, somebody I know went to a a convention where they talked about like the the upcoming electronics and one is like something that you put on your finger and like to take a picture, you draw a box in the air and then you then you push a fake button and it takes away. Everyone's going to walk around town like this. (laughs) (laughs) And you think about with the phone stuff too, just like how many photos I've taken of my child this first year. By the time she's 10, I mean, how are you ever going to get through any of it? Okay, so they Here's a funny uh, segue into that. I just recently had all of my cassettes from my um, video camera transferred to DVDs. Aww. Such a good idea. You have to do it. I, I, my 10-year-old, I have all of hers on the computer because we t- that was age. Mm-hmm. But then my 16-year-old, I had none of her as a baby videos. So I went and had them all transferred, and I sat for eight hours <gasps> on my couch, marathoned it, because I couldn't stop. I'm like, what does the next one have? What does oh, the next one have? So sweet. We recorded everything from her kindergarten graduation oh. to her telling us, tell us a story, sing us a song. It's crazy how many pictures and videos we take. I don't know how often we're ever going to watch all of that yeah. stuff. And them, too. Like, but it, but it is beautiful you know. to have that. I mean, yeah, it, I it, you do. 
like I even Magnolia's not even eight months old yet and I go back and look at the videos from like the first couple of days and I just can't even believe how different she is already um so I mean you know as with everything in life there's the the pros and the cons you know you you I guess I I am really worried about experiencing that with my daughter and what it's going to be like um to because I think about the embarrassing things I did in high school and they weren't captured they weren't they're not anywhere permanently (laughs) and yeah um dear magnolia i just hope you don't follow in your mother's footsteps <laughs> i love hearing you say your daughter <laughs> you know it's funny when i remember you coming into our office and you're like i'm not sure if i'm gonna have a big do you remember that yeah because the whole conversation you're like i'm just not sure and yeah. it's, i'm so happy for you thank you it's it's i i just had a conversation with someone the other day where um because ollie hudson mm-hmm. um who played my fiance on rules of engagement um he was telling me because after my divorce i think i was just kind of like i you know i was shell-shocked and yeah. i was like mm-hmm. i don't know what's going to happen with my life i i certainly had a much different view or plan of what mm-hmm. was going to go down and it's all changed now yeah um so i i, so I thought you know maybe i'm not going to have kids and he kept saying like oh my God, you're going to miss out on this amazing oh. thing. Um, and then I just bumped into a friend who said, I'm, I'm definitely not having kids. And, and I thought like, you know, the thing is, is if you decide to have children, mm-hmm. it is definitely, it's such hard work. It's, it is backbreaking, like insane how hard it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also the most amazing. Rewarding. I mean, there's just like, there's no other person in the planet where I walk in a room and she smiles and that's that my day is made. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what else happens that day. Um, but I also think like if you are wise enough to know that having kids is not for you, like you won't know what you're missing. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, Absolutely. I won't be missing anything. I think. And you, if, if, yeah. if, if, if well, you don't want to have a child, you're not missing anything. Absolutely. Well, let me ask you something. Do you think that, um, do you think yourself like, wow, no one ever told me it was this hard? Or do you think, wow, when I was told it was this hard, I didn't understand because we always have this joke <laughs> that Molly would be like, you're really going to like three. And I'd be like, <laughs> I'd go, just get to three. You're, it's going to be great. I'm like, hello, Molly. Yeah, I, I don't like three. <laughs> and then four, you're going to, four is going to be perfect. Just wait till you get there. Hello, Molly. Yeah, I don't like four. <laughs> six. When, when he gets into school, six, you're going to have a great time. He's going to be full of personality. Dear Molly, I do not like six. <laughs> okay, okay, listen, maybe eight is going to be really good. I'm going to text you. <laughs> Emo- it was an ongoing face. Yeah. Crazy But eyes. I mean, do you think that it's something yeah. that we didn't listen to? Or do you think someone didn't go, look, this is really, I really hard. You did told me um, that it was, and then and they would say, "It doesn't matter how much your partner says he'll do; mm-hmm. it will not be the same." <laughs> and my husband said, like, "That's not true. I'm a writer. Da, 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 da. I'll be home." And then, of course, with work now, he's never home. But um, <laughs> right when I had the baby, <laughs> but um, but yeah, they were right. Like it doesn't matter. There, they the mom is the one. You know, it's the most fulfilling job in the whole entire world. I don't know if you ever saw that it was on a Facebook post or something that would you take this job and you work it for free? Oh, you're going to not make any money. Oh, yeah, you're going to work 24-7 and we'll probably call you in on Christmas. And they went on and on and the person was like, are you crazy? I'm not going to do that job. And then it turned out like 
It's, it's a mother mom. being a mom. And of course I cried. And I'm like, oh, this is all right. I, did, I didn't but, cry. Yeah, I know you didn't because you don't cry to me. But anyways, <laughs> um, I cried. And it's the most fulfilling and satisfying. Like you said, you can walk into a room and they just light up. And even at 10 and 16, you know, they yeah. just make your life. I, I think that it's, I think it's insanity mm-hmm. having Truly. a child. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that you can definitely live your life and not have kids and, yes. be, and be fine and probably enjoy life a little more. I am going to go out there and say that. Travel um, more. Have travel more, more, have more independence, do what your you want to do. Smoother. Exactly. Until you're 70 um, and you have no one. But I think I think that if you truly want <laughs> to have a human experience, you know, to really to really feel and live the full extent of what we're meant to do here. I mean, we were created to do this. Mm -hmm. Do we need to procreate anymore? No. I mean, obviously not. Um, but, but if you, if you want to, to really take it to the next level of knowing what it means to be human, then that is having a child. Absolutely. Um, and, but Oprah doesn't have a child and she, she knows everything, (laughs) (laughs) but but I hear what you're saying. Thank you. (laughs) Um, what are you guys' plans for Thanksgiving? Uh, we are going to stay at the Westlake Village Inn, and we're going to have dinner out there. And my dad and his wife are going to meet us out there. And then we have um, some family that are going to come out and visit us there. We're going to play board games with the kids and yeah. spend the night. And then uh, my niece and I are going to have massages in the morning. Aww. That sounds delightful. 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 What about you, Molly? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Liz's house. Um, uh, we do. Gosh, it's been a while now. Kimmy's come a couple times, and I've gone one time. Yeah, that's right. You mm-hmm. were there a couple of years ago, and you know the kids all get together. I love it. The kids run around like crazy, and they just go bananas and family, and it's fun. What I do we it. wear on Thanksgiving so we can eat as much as possible? Yes, baby doll dress. Baby doll dress. Well, I say don't wear something so you don't overeat. <laughs> <laughs> Kimmy is always the voice of reason. <laughs> I'm thinking the prenatal jeans. Yeah. No. Perfect. Elastic waistband. Um, mom, mom session. Mom, what am I doing? Mom session. What did we decide? Yeah. Wait, no, you're you're doing. I'm doing mom session. No. God. Okay. We had wine, guys. Okay. (laughs) Uh, I will do the mom session. Okay. Okay, My mom session um, because it's Thanksgiving. uh, It's something I'm grateful for. uh, The local library. Um, every Wednesday at my local library, local library, um, a librarian like reads to all the children and it's really, really sweet and it's free. And it's so fun to take Sabrina just to like the little area with all the kids books and let her pick something out and it makes her feel really special. And, um, so that's my mom session. Go check out your local library. And I have the mom bomb, which is a weekly little trinket of wisdom that we put out there and then it's on our Instagram and uh, I've, I've actually had this quote on my stove for the last 15 years pretty much since I moved to LA and it has served me very well and it's a Virginia Woolf quote and it is arrange whatever pieces come your way mm-hmm. and I think that uh, especially being a parent you know we don't we are not in control <laughs> this is not we'd like to think that we are but we are not and you know you're given what you're given and just take what you got this is a good advice for closet purging as well. Yes. <laughs> That's what Virginia Woolf meant, I think. I think so. I think she was talking about clothes. Ladies. She was drunk. I, 
I love you so much. Oh, we I love you. you too. It was we just, miss you every time. I day. know. We got to do another gig or come we get on, to come together. Get it together. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for coming in and sharing your wisdom. And, um, and thank uh, you for all the pep talks. Yeah. yeah. I'm ready to open the closet. Nice. <laughs> I'm ready to get out of the Wait. Come no. Out of the, no. No. <laughs> Don't come out of the closet. <laughs> thank oh. you so much. Yes. Um, okay, guys. Well, trust in your goodness, live out your greatness, and rock on, Atomic Moms. like listening to comedy try watching it on the internet the folks behind the sideshow network have launched a new youtube channel called wait for it it's got interviews with comedians like reggie watts todd glass liza schleichinger slicing driving friends with her for 10 years one of the funniest people out there and i still have a hard time with the last name liza our very own owen benjamin that's me takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more You don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore. Because it's here. And it's funny. And I love you. A few days ago, Brooke Tudine posted an inspirational quote on her wall that got 17 likes and 3 comments. Thumbs up, Brooke. Geico also wants to make a comment. In just 15 minutes, you could save hundreds of dollars on your car insurance by switching to Geico. And nothing says inspiration better than saving money. Well, except for those posters that say things like teamwork, excellence, and make it happen. Hashtag keep climbing. Hashtag savings. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance.